Welcome to The Real Deal, where God, His purposes, and His people are celebrated. I'm Rachel Inouye, bringing you encouragement through real life, people, and their stories. It's The Real Deal. Hey, let's get started. My friend Lisa Flum is joining me in her own home in Marco Island, Florida. Yes. I'm in your home. And... We're squeezing it in because Lisa always squeezes in things and we're we going to get it done before make it we work. have the next thing. All right. So tell me these quickly. Are you an introvert, extrovert? I, I'm a, what's it called? Omnivert where you're intro and an extrovert. Okay. It's like I want to be an extrovert, but yeah. I think I'm sort of a closet introvert. Yeah. You might be a trained extrovert just because of your husband. Yeah, could be. That okay. Could be. Coffee, tea? Uh, definitely coffee. Dog, cat, either, neither? <laughs> Puppy or kitten? When they grow up, it's not so much. Yeah, there you okay. go. <laughs> Out of here. Morning bird, night owl. Oh, gosh, night owl have to be. Books, movies. Mm-hmm. I like the movies. Silence or music? Uh, I think it's silence. Leaned in or laid back? Mm. I'm not sure on that one. I think I'm sort of a leaned in. It depends on the person, leaned in or laid back. I, I like so. when people lean in to me yes. and listen to me. So yes. Because you do that. You do that well. Oh, thank you. Praise God. Okay. Shower or bath? Mm-hmm. Shower. Hot, long, hot shower. Yes. Driver, passenger? Passenger. So I okay. can sleep because I sleep in the car, you know. See, this is season four, and I added this one. Eat in or dine out? Uh, dine out if it's upscale. Yes. Eat in if it's going to be just like pick up, you know, just like an, yeah, an eat in. Yeah, food. Okay. So, thank you. You did great. Thank you. Not that I'm rating your answers because there's no <laughs> right or wrong to those, but that just keeps right. people used to it. Okay, you know that this podcast is called The Real Deal, and my dad would always say, be the RD, just be the real, real deal. deal. And he was Richard Dean, so he told us to be the RD, be the real deal. And that's that you are authentically who you are. And in the art world, it's like pottery should be pottery, wood should be wood, leather is leather, real paint should look like paint, you know, not leather and mm-hmm. fake, whatever, right? So he wanted us to be as authentically who we are. And I really think it affected me. Yeah, I want to be Rachel. I'm not saying I've never thought, oh, I like this or like that, but I want to be Rachel. So do you have a person in your life or many, whatever, but one that comes to mind right away that you would say was the real deal, the real McCoy, my dad would say, the authentic article. And how did it affect you? Oh, goodness. Well, I would say the obvious and not just because it's who I've lived with the most longest time is my husband. Scott Flum is the real deal, and he's modeled it well, not only for me, but for our children mm-hmm. and for all those around him. I would agree. And it has, it really has transformed how I look at life and how I live life, for sure. Yeah. Because he's not faking anybody. He doesn't really want to be anybody else. No. He doesn't want to try to be and anything else. he's totally comfortable being who he is, and he will, he breaks all barriers and boundaries. He's colors outside the lines, for sure. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't. He does it his way. He does it the thumb way. Yes, but always with the with God guiding him through that. It's yeah. a godly way. How yeah. long have you been married? Oh, you're going to ask me that. <laughs> um, okay, it was in '92. Uh, is that right? No, is that right? No, no. Children, <laughs> no. children are born. '82. Oh gosh, '82. Yeah, so I think it's going to be coming More up on 30. 40 years in 40 years. in a couple of years, so 39 this year. Okay, so you mentioned the thumb way. Mm-hmm. He just does it the flum way. Were there things that you needed to learn? 
coming, you know what I mean? There were the yeah. Johnson way. That yeah. was how you grew up. But yeah. like, can you think of one thing? I don't have a thought. I'm just wondering. Well, I grew up in a way that was very much with just a mom. Mm-hmm. I lost my dad when I was only two and a half. So I grew up um, really striving to always make sure we had enough and had things and um, always trying to approve, be approved by my mom. Yep. And um, not necessarily the most positive outlook because I was always afraid of what if we didn't have this or what if we lost that. Scott came into my life and into our marriage brought the whole positive outlook of life. Yep. Um, cup's not half empty. It's always half full. It's overflowing yep. and yep. it can be even overflowing. So that to me just was a blessing for me to take on and also for our family to learn that, yeah, the Flum Way is, you know, no, no, nothing's too big or too vast or what we can do anything. Yeah. Try it. Did you feel like you were ha- getting a new mindset, a new brain transplant? Did you feel like you fought against the, oh, wait a minute. Did you feel, ever feel like you were faking this? Okay. Things are positive. I mean, I'm just wondering like, yeah. how did that metamorphosis take place to where you all of a sudden from the caterpillar to the butterfly of, oh yeah, yeah. everything's possible. Cause you have an everything's possible mindset. I think it happened very slowly because as you get married, mm-hmm. you learn more about each other. You sort of take on, you have two families of origin. So yep. you're bringing them together. Yep. And so how does that fit? He had also, um, he lost his father when mm-hmm. he was older, but so he had a, just a mom. So, that was really what brought us together and sort of yeah. that similarity. Yeah. Um, so I I, I, get, I guess because I always just saw him do life well that I wanted that. Well, it wasn't easy. Yes. I mean, that was probably some of our biggest scuffles was yep. he's trying to be positive And I yep. don't want to be positive right, right now. Right. I want to be in this state. This and, stinks. Yeah. I don't want to be. <laughs> right. So yeah. don't tell me to be positive. But it really, boy, I tell you, if you can have that kind of outlook in life, can sure make things a lot easier yeah you know so you no brothers right just sisters no brothers four girls four I'm, girls I'm the third one of four and i'm four girls fourth girl okay and i knew that about you but so you really don't remember your dad no because two and a videos half. or pictures maybe um but no really didn't have a relationship um with him because back then in the 60s yeah and i was you know born in the 59 um didn't really he was he worked came home and was more social. And your mom never was interested in remarrying or she mm-hmm. never did? No. She did briefly for one year. I was probably in kindergarten and it was an abusive relationship. Oh. And I remember sounds and noises mm-hmm. and stuff that made me think, made me remember that it was an abusive. I don't remember him at all. Yeah. But no, she was, she was the sole breadwinner for our family and she worked hard. She worked many jobs. She took us to church. She did, you know, she was... If I was to say my hero, she was my hero. Yeah. I think she came to know yeah. the Lord in a very close, personal way. Actually, on her, on her deathbed when she really? passed away with cancer. She she always knew the, she knew who he was, but she, you know, taking it from your head down yeah. to your heart. Yep. Yeah. Um, it was really a transformation in her last days. What kind we, of cancer? Um, breast cancer. Breast cancer. Okay, I think I knew yeah. that. She fought it and came back 10 years later. Um, and, yeah, it was... She, she was a fighter, but yeah, they finally got her. You know, you really emulate a lot of your mom's characteristics. You're a super hard worker. Mm. Like you hold down lots of jobs, mm-hmm. even though they may not be jobs where you have, you That's punch true. in or you get a paycheck. You have a lot of hats and a lot of jobs. I think you pour yourself into those, really. Mm-hmm. I really think you do, and very well. I was actually thinking about, I don't know whether we're going to get to do this podcast or not. 
but if we do, God, who who do you see? And how, how would I explain to Lisa the way I see God in her? And I was right over here putting this like, oh, I always have jewelry, but putting this jewelry away and like untangling some things. And you know when kids go to take their ACT tests mm-hmm. and you send them out the door and you've taken hopefully that prep to let them know, try not to get cut, you know, stuck in the weeds and don't answer them if you're not supposed right. to. Right, keep moving on. But on the section that's math, make sure you have your calculator with you because they're, you're allowed. You're not allowed the ones that figure everything out for you, but you're mm-hmm. allowed to have your calculator. And I was like, why am I picturing a calculator? And I feel like if anybody is going to go do anything in life, you're their calculator. Hmm. It makes it easy for them to do what they're supposed to do because they have you. Hmm. And I, I was like, God, that's so good. Because it's like you're just there. You're mm-hmm. there for people, readily accessible. They can take it out. They know you're there. You're constant. But you make their life easier. You make them be able to figure out the problem. Mm-hmm. You don't have to solve the problem, but you'll do whatever you can yeah. To help them be successful. I, I really want you to hear me because oh. I've never told you that before. But it's really true. Like when you're on the scene, whether it be in your kids' lives, your husband's lives, your friends' lives, your sister's lives, things are better because you can figure things out and you will assist anybody. You may not even have to be the main person. Right. You just want to be out. a really yeah. great Vanna White. You really want to be the yeah. assistant for anybody. And I really thought about it and I thought, gosh... So let's say Justin or Jordan or Janelle or Josh, all four of your kids have had you be an assistant in their life in crucial points in their career, in their lives. It's just like literally you you should have a lot of uh, pride in that because, you know, as parents we can be too hard on ourselves if we feel like they're struggling or if we... You know what I mean? I say to people, we take too much glory and we take too much of the blame. Yeah. Why do we do both? <laughs> it's like, you know, but they really have flourished under your assistance. Thank you. I, I received that. Yeah. I appreciate that. I think that um, I've been blessed with um, both Scott and I and our family that I was able to be at home with my kids. Yep. We homeschooled for many yep. years. And then as they all started leaving the nest and starting their different businesses, they're all entrepreneurs. None yep. of them, none of them have a normal job. Right. Uh, Magician, photographer, videographer, workout um, king, creator, and, yeah. yeah, and you know now with social media content creating, all of them have done things that are so out of the ordinary, and then to have me being able to help them has been a blessing, mm-hmm. um, just for me to be able to be in their lives. Yep. But it's interesting because I just was having a conversation with a friend. Yep. And she she gave me the example of how right now our kids now in the, their stage of life are on stage. And we're sitting in that front row of the theater, and we're watching them, and yep. we're clapping, you know, clapping and cheering. them, cheering them on, and just saying, well done, well done. And it's not unless they step off of that stage and come and sit next to us and ask us, are we to give any input? Yep. And it's so hard because you want to just get in there and help them and mm-hmm. fix it and, mm-hmm. and and give them advice. Yep. But you really just have to sit there like you're watching a motion picture and pray for them. Yep. For sure. And then just wait for that moment where maybe they will step off and say, hey, what do you think about this? I think our kids are um, so comfortable with us and they, they do the, do that. So I'm yeah. blessed with that. I'm very yeah. thankful that they want to have our input. You know, there's something said that, you know, there's no time that your kids are smarter than them when they're 20 or something or 30. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden they come back to you and then they start asking you advice. Mm-hmm. And that's very heartwarming and mm-hmm. um, 
fun to be able to pour back into them. Yeah, I, I would say with that analogy, um, number one, you're invited into their theater. Mm-hmm. They already are still allowing you that's to be true. in their life. Yeah. So that's a huge place of honor to be invited into the theater of their that's life. That's true. Because some people shut the doors. Yep. You know, so that's important. And for example, in Justin's life, he really had a huge part where he was doing things on a stage. You really would never run up there and say, Justin, no. you need to fix this little no, piece of cloth. Right. You know, you just wouldn't do that. So the metaphor really works mm-hmm. because we can't go at that stage, go fix things. But I'm believing they actually will come off the stage, but they will be miked. Mm-hmm. And they will say, I just want you to know, mm-hmm. this is my mom, and I honor her. That's because sweet. so many times in my life, she was my assistant. She jumped out of a box. She helped me with things. She helped me do my homework. She did whatever. And I think it's going to actually come around to not that they you want to jump up on stage, but they want to jump off to honor you. And I just really believe that. And it mm-hmm. may take a while in any of our kids' lives, but I believe that's I just believe that's who they are because they yeah. know God. They know what it is to honor your father and mother. And I believe it's coming because as they get older, sometimes they don't want you know yeah. our help all the time. And, and, and they have to go already, And it already has started in different little moments and stuff. I feel very feel very honored and very blessed. And they will. The, the the goodbyes at the airport or whatever yeah. when I say are so sweet and endearing and and they they know they let me know that I'm well loved yeah. and and appreciated and yeah. that yeah it it's a wonderful place to be it's good feel. it's good well you know for this real deal I always say real God real people real stories and I think in order to know a real God sometimes we've had to go through real stories or mm-hmm. real things in our life where uh, either it was hard or God introduced himself to us in a certain way because we never knew that he was that until we had a certain situation. Can you think of anything in your life that either was a storm or it was a difficulty or a circumstance or situation where you found out God was going to be X for you, whatever it was, but you didn't know that until you went through a storm? Can you think of anything in your life, a time? Um well, I think probably when I was in my just turning 40, you know, so that's like, you know, 20 years ago, I went through a season of a, a deep depression. Yeah. And it was right when I was, I wasn't homeschooling as much anymore. Some of the kids had started to go into school, a private school that we had sent them to. And, but I just didn't think I could do life anymore. Was it the transition, do you think? I or? don't know if it was a transition or of just, you know, living in a, in a world where it was like everything needed to be just right and it's like am I living up to what I need to be for everybody and everything and my mom was gone by that point she had passed on and I and I missed that and I just I was weary yeah just tired you know yeah. just tired of trying to make it all right and I think I something snapped in me I remember one day just my hand just went across the island with all the stuff on it and just threw everything on the yep. ground. I just was so tired. And Scott was given wide, wise wisdom. You don't clean up after her. You know, she's going to have to deal with that on her own. And I I think at that point, I was pretty low. Yeah. Pretty low. And thinking some not so great thoughts. And thinking that maybe the world would be better without me. Oh. Thinking that this is not the way that I really want to be living for my family. And... It's when you get to that scary place and it's so dark, you really don't see any way out. And a dear friend 
um, actually, not a friend. It was my she's a friend, but my sister, my little sister, called me at that moment, right when I was in my bedroom, just thinking the worst things. And she had said, she said the Lord prompted me to mm. call you, and she called me, and she sort of walked me off the ledge. Said Lisa, "You're okay. You're loved." And she knew a dear friend of mine. Immediately when we got off the phone call, she called my dear friend, who then made the call. And anyway, long story short, several things were put in motion to where I was given the help I needed to just talk to someone and talk through this season of life that was hard. And boy, I tell you what, it was amazing how God met me in that place and gave me a sense. I mean, I went back through and through some prayer ministry, was able to see my father who left me at two and a half. Mm. Um, the anger that I felt for that and how I felt so betrayed and I was like God you left how could you take my father and I can still to this day feel the presence of him on my little little bed sitting next to me stroking my hair saying I'm your father and I will be your father for all of time yep and um, that through that prayer ministry just having some of those moments where Oh gosh, I felt like I was walking in the garden with him. Yeah, yeah. And helping me sort through things with the kids at different times when I was having a hard time. Mm-hmm. Had a hard time with my daughter. Mm-hmm. She did not like having her hair combed. <laughs> oh my gosh, it. long, beautiful hair, and I just she would just <laughs> fight we, you. Oh gosh, and, I, and it just made me fight all the more harder as I was. And we were we were hitting a a, a roadblock and through some of this um, of the ministry of just praying and talking mm-hmm. to this counselor. She was my little lamb, and Jesus entrusted me to her. And we came home after one of my times, and we had this little tea party together, and I gave her a little lamb and said, you'll always be my little lamb. Let's pause a second. If you are enjoying The Real Deal with Rachel Inouye, subscribe, rate, and review it. I appreciate your support. All right, back to The Real Deal. Things like that, you go through some of those... Yep deep dark places yeah. so that when you come out on the other side so sweet because you saw God there yeah and it was real and it was real and it, oh it was like I wanted to go back to sleep and just because he I was told you're going to be exhausted after just having your time mm-hmm. in prayer with the Lord and mm-hmm. I just wanted to get back I wanted to walk in the garden again with him and I know we can do that every day yeah, but yeah, it yeah. was just such an intimate yeah. time there was almost like a step through the veil, step through into that into a holy place where mm-hmm. you were ministered to, because God wanted that for you, mm-hmm. loves you so much, doesn't want you to not be there. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Yeah, I remember when you had like a lamb that you might have had on a shelf in the yep. bathroom yep. just to remind you. Lamb, lambs were really important. Yeah, and I still have them because yeah. it's like, and I do. I look at. I have one daughter and and three sons, and I do look at her as she's like my. We have a special relationship. Yes, you do. You know, for that reason. Um, all my kids, I just, they all are so different, and it's mm-hmm. so fun to have them in their different spots of life, doing yeah. doing life. But, And even with your four, each is so different, and you have a different relationship with each one, but you love them to pieces. And mm-hmm. it just makes me think, what's true in the natural is true in the spirit realm. Mm-hmm. And God does love us each individually we're all different he doesn't need us to be alike and he loves us specifically and sometimes being a parent helps you understand how much god really does Mm -hmm. love us and that no matter what we do he loves us Mm -hmm. he loves us because he loves us Mm -hmm. and once you're a parent you realize i could get mad at them for a day yeah but 
his anger lasts a moment, his favor lasts a lifetime. We mm-hmm. can understand that because we can't stay mad at our kids ever. You just no. love them because you love them. Yeah. And if that's the way we are, then God really, yeah. Oh, I and remember celebrating, the celebrating wherever they are and whatever they're doing. I mean, you mentioned Justin being on stage, and I yeah. just remember the satisfaction of sitting and watching him on stage doing his craft, you know, as a magician, yeah. and just beaming inside watching him do what he does and just loving that yep and then seeing the work that my other kids do with just their craft and how they've honed it and they've just yep. just getting goosebumps inside thinking you know yeah those are my kids yeah love what they're doing they're yeah. all you know, they're amazing yeah they're and fun. they're made in the image of god and they reflect a piece of god mm-hmm. you know and they do and i will put in the show notes all of the links because each one of your kids is just fun to see oh, what do they're that. doing yeah. and, and and it's how crazy how they're doing how, different things uh, successful they each are in the natural realm, but I believe also God has them appointed for specific things, territory-wise. You know, whether so it's yeah, they they take a big splash in the in the pool, they make a big cannonball in life. And I think I feel privileged to know you guys and your kids. I love them all so much. Well, I really do. They're I feel like they're not my kids, but I feel like second children. Well, we've grown up together. They, I mean, we've grown up really, together. the families have grown up together, yeah. so that's what's so fun. We've done a lot of things. Mm-hmm. We've been in Florida together. We've been at the cabin together. Our kids have done, they kind of are like cousins. Mm-hmm. Do you know yeah, what I mean? They're, they're kind of like close. spiritual siblings, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's true. been a sweet, sweet thing. And that's I think it's sweet. beautiful to see as they get older. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, all right, I could talk to you forever, but I'm trying to think of, is there something that we should share that we've done together? Is there anything that comes to mind? Oh, gosh. Because we've done it. We've covered a lot. Of, oh, we've carried, um, when Andrew did films up at the cabin, and you will, once again, got the calculator. You want to have a problem and do something? Lisa will assist you. You r- drove the van. Did you? Were you with me? We did that? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we put the canoes in the tr- yeah in the van. Yeah, it was a rowboat, a big old rowboat. A rowboat, okay. And it didn't fit, <laughs> so we had to have the doors open. <laughs> In the back of this big old conversion van, and somebody sat in the boat in the van. So to dangerous. To keep it anchored, I think. To keep it anchored, and then <laughs> and we held that as we're driving to make sure it wouldn't fly out. And then we get to this place by this bridge where all the lily pads, because right, we got to right. take this incredible moment right. video for the right. video shoot, for the photo shoot. And we walk down this steep cliff with it. <laughs> <laughs> Mosquitoes in northern Minnesota. It's terrible. And then our my daughter ends up with. The worst case of poison I've ever seen. <laughs> crazy. But that's what but makes But she got memories. great shots of the Vogleys. Yes. Yep. Andrew got a great music video. Yeah. Grace is jumping off a bridge, bridge. into the water. Yep. Maddie's in a canoe. Oh, it was fun. But that's, once again, I really wasn't thinking of this example, but that, once again, is part of how you are wired. You will make things happen. Yeah. You will make things happen. Like, when I was a kid, my grandpa would give us these, just water, but you put in this, like, Pepto-Bismol. You put in this like Alka-Seltzer tablet-y yeah. thing, but it was flavored. It was pop. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, just put like it in and it was yeah. pop. That's what, yeah. that's what you yeah. are. Dropping yeah. Lisa Plum <laughs> and something activates and it's going to be sweet tasting at the end. So, But I even think my kids know that you would do anything for them. Oh, yeah, That's just an example. You know what I mean? we'll, we'll go do whatever. We'll make it work. We'll make it happen. But, okay, we probably can't go forever. But let I me think just... that same trip is when we um, took a forklift and took a piano <laughs> That we got at the thrift store and had a forklift lifted into the woods, right? So we could take Maddie's senior pictures Picture. and 
you know, have her in the woods playing piano because she was such a gifted pianist. Yeah. And, yeah. And oh, how crazy. is she going to feel celebrated if we don't mm-hmm. move the mountains to make it happen? Yeah. That's, you guys really do do that. And not just for your own kids. You well, and that. that's my husband. Scott is an incredible celebrator of life, and he will not ever do anything just normal. It's like, how can we celebrate and make right. this even bigger? But, but how many weddings? How many weddings have you had in your mm, backyard? I've had a few, yeah. Especially during COVID. <laughs> All of a sudden, our backyard became very popular for doing weddings, and that was yeah. a actually a joy too you know i think you're gonna love heaven Mm. we are to bring heaven to earth you know what i mean but i i think the way you make things beautiful around you the way you set a table the way you see even the weddings that you've done the the things that you make any venue it can be your backyard it can be your kitchen it can be at somebody else's house literally i think you're going to be in awe of the way god does things because you do reflect that in in this earth and you're really gifted at it i mean i know that we're sort of trained a little bit to do it, mm-hmm. but it's one of your giftings, you know, to put yeah. out things, to set out charger plates and placemats and, and runners and textures. And, and you really do have a way to make people feel special because entertaining makes you feel like, oh, I don't know if I have the right fork. Hospitality mm-hmm. and the way you make them feel is like, wow, oh, this is beautiful and I want to be here. Those are two different things. You know, there's something about you only have so many opportunities that you're with each other or with people yep. and ever since I can remember since we have kids we have always done blessings yes such an easy thing to do and it's a little uncomfortable if yeah. you haven't done it before and people will oh here we go again the flum thing but more and more people that we know now are also doing it because they found the value in it yep. and it, the simple little thing of a, at a birthday having people go around and yep yep and say something special and when they were little, it was always like, I really like your smile. <laughs> um, I like how you share your toys. But now it's gotten to be deep. It's like, I really respect the way you treat your wife or your children or your, you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Or I love mm-hmm. how you share your gift mm-hmm. with other people. It's, it's real for to speak into someone's life with a blessing. Yep. And we Shoot. don't just do it with our family. We do it with friends or whatever. It's just, you don't get many opportunities to do that. So don't miss that opportunity. Amen. Because that, in this world, you, people just don't get that. Yeah. Until, well, you, you're, until you're dead. And yeah. then they do it at your and, funeral. And you, and you didn't hear it. it. Yeah. So that's, that's sort of sad. Yeah. Yeah. You guys did it the other night when we all went out for dinner. It's highlight for mm-hmm. me, for sure. Mm-hmm. It's not a highlight only because encouraging words are my love language. Mm-hmm. And I also like to speak them. It's a highlight because uh, something eternal happens mm-hmm. right then. Because we are called to bless. Mm-hmm. And... We could always curse, but whatever we curse withers, whatever we speak life to will um, mm-hmm. breed more life. So mm-hmm. it is really, I really, really, really appreciate that you guys do that. And if you ever get eye rolls, don't worry about it. Just keep doing yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> just, just go press we on will. because it's ma- it makes a really big difference in people's lives. Yeah. And people are always glad they attended whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the nights feel more special because of that. We've lived a long life. We've had a lot of experiences together mm-hmm. we probably could pick a whole different topic i mean we could probably go release some take a deep breath over homeschoolers yeah. you know a lot yeah, of people are having sure. to homeschool because of covid that didn't expect to homeschool but we could just basically say enjoy your children yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. just enjoy don't worry about everything yeah we have a lot of good homeschool stories i can share of what you did too but there is one thing i will tell you that yeah. you just shared a podcast with me that i was listening to and i was so taken by one of the stories in there because everybody's life there's mess it's not always so good and we life yeah and we had a really tough season for our daughter that was just really hard and um still working through some of the 
things that she had to go through that didn't seem fair. It's like, that's yeah. not fair. Why did she have to go through that? And one, in this podcast, it was sharing how celebrate, it's a hard word, it's not celebrate, but embrace those moments because that's when God can show up and do his best work. Yep. And if we didn't ever have those hard things that you go through. So I think back and when you were talking about when I was in my 40s, yep. if I didn't have that really hard season of life, yep. I wouldn't have had that moment of where God could show up and sort of show off a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just show you how I can take your life to the next step. Yep. And I've seen that in my in my daughter's life, how he just showed up in such a big way and has catapulted her into another season of life that's going to be good. And I love that. I thought, yeah, don't don't wish away the hard stuff. You nope. know, when your nope. kids are going through a hard thing, pray for them and embrace it and know that, wow, okay, this is where God can. That's exactly right. The only way they're going to come through it is going to be able to show how God does amazing things. And I love that. I thought, okay, yeah. It's really true. It's really true. I know I listen to Graham Cook a lot, and, and one of the things he says is like, so Jesus says nothing is impossible with God. Mm-hmm. That's straight scripture. We mm-hmm. know that's true. But he says whenever you have a hard situation, of an impossibility, you say, oh, this is just an area where God will be magnificent. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of mm-hmm. like nothing is impossible with God or, wow, this is really a chance for God to show off, like yep. you're saying. Yep, I love and that. it flips it. It flips it a little bit in my own brain like, okay, this seems really hard or like you said, don't wish it away because now we're going to see how God's going yep. to show up and be magnificent. Yep. And it would only be God. Because usually it has to get bad enough that it can't be man. And right. it can't be somebody else just swooped in and fixed it or somebody else just gave the right amount of money or somebody else was able to. No, it just has to be a God thing. Yep. And that's when we know he shows up. So yeah, And then you can look back at your story and go, nothing, nothing in your story is ever for waste. Nothing is wasted because God is going to be shown and that's going to be part of your story that you can use as a testimony later for others to know, yep, God shows up, God does miracles, Mm -hmm. God transforms lives. So that's pretty cool. And I think in the kingdom, we know that we don't have to be afraid of our flaws and the hard parts. In religion, we do because we feel like we've got to... Mm-hmm. you know shine it up and make sure it's all good yeah but not really in the kingdom in the kingdom god's like well before the foundation of the world the lamb was slain so he took care of sin and while you're still sinners christ died for you and no matter what you do he's working it all for his glory so it kind of makes you feel like oh the mess up isn't really a, a big deal in the kingdom mm-hmm. it is in religion because mm-hmm. it all has to be just perfect buttoned up the right way mm-hmm. so yeah, very so cool. Good. Yeah, so, so good. Okay, would you just say a quick prayer over whoever's listening? You just bless them. I will. Just bless them with whatever comes, and then can I pray for you? Okay. Okay, thanks. Oh, boy, Heavenly Father, thank you for this time. Thank you for Rachel and her ministry speaking to whoever's listening today. And I just know, Lord, that you are out there all-knowing for everyone and yep. whoever's listening right now. And if something that I shared or Rachel shared rings true, just solidify it yep. in their life right now, Lord, and give them a hope that you are almighty, you are working in everybody's lives, um, whether it be um, maybe an estranged child, maybe uh, an estranged marriage. Um, Lord, you are in it, and those hard things can just serve to magnify your glory when you work through it. So we lift up those hard things that people might be going through. We lift up praise to you, Lord, that you do work all things out for the good. And we claim that, and we believe that. Um, And I just thank you for this ministry of The Real Deal and thinking about Rachel's father, Richard, who's gone Mm. gone on now to be with you and is celebrating The Real Deal in heaven. Oh, my gosh, Lord, we just praise that. 
that he's with you and um, the legacy that he left behind that Rachel is living and how he poured into her so well to really watch and listen for those that are living the real deal and wanting to share their stories with others. So thank you, Lord. I'll give this up to you. Amen. Father, I thank you for this time. I thank you for technology. I thank you for podcasts. I thank you for waves and sand and beach and all mm-hmm. the things that we've been able to enjoy while we're here. I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in the earth and how you're moving. And God, I thank you for friendship. I thank you for Lisa. I thank mm. you for the way that you've gifted me with such a dear friend, a, an assistant to everyone, Lord, a, a, a cheerer for everyone, Lord. It's just the way that you have come alongside people. She does that so well and reflects Jesus, and I thank you for that. Mm. I thank you for the connector that she is in the kingdom. I thank you for the giant that she is in the kingdom, cheering other people on and always giving them a boost to the next rung of the ladder, the next step, the next promotion, the next thing that they need to be doing with a cheerful heart, Lord. So I just pray that you would supersize that in her. In the name mm-hmm. of Jesus, I pray that you'd bless her rest. I pray, mm-hmm. pray that you'd bless her influence. I pray that you'd bless her marriage. I pray that you'd bless her children and her grandchildren. Mm-hmm. I pray that you'd bless their marriages and their jobs, Lord. And I thank you for what you're doing in and through this woman. And I pray, God, in the name of Jesus, that you would keep her strong and healthy that she would um, be anchored to you, God, that Jesus, we know you're the anchor of our hope and the Mm -hmm. rock of our salvation. So I just pray that you would continue to speak to her those words of love. And I thank you, Lord, that she is your little lamb and that you're a really good shepherd. Mm -hmm. So bless her today, Lord. And for everybody on this uh, podcast listening, we just pray a blessing on them, their day, Lord, wherever they are, may they know that you're the God of hope. And I pray that they'd be filled with hope. And I pray that they would know that you love them and that you didn't spare your own son. So how would you not, along with him, graciously give us all things? So may they know you're for them and never against them. In Jesus' name, mm-hmm. amen. 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 Painless. Love you. You did it. I love you too. That's good. You've been listening to The Real Deal with me, Rachel Inouye. Thank you for Helping people that. celebrate their significance and the genius of God in them. Audio engineering by my husband, Michael Inouye. Thanks, babe. Theme music by Andrew Grace.